His still blue sand almost contemptuously. A green sphere surrounded John. There was a hiss. Simultaneously, as the tiny microphone on the outside of his suit picked up the hiss, he felt a chill go through his body. Then it seemed as if half a dozen hands were inside him, examining his internal organs. His stomach contracted. He felt a squeeze on his heart. His lungs tickled. There were several more strange motions inside his body. Then another still blue voice said, He is a soft metal creature, made up of metals that melt at a very low temperature. He also contains a liquid whose makeup I cannot ascertain by ray probe. Bring him back when the torture is done. What kind of torture could this be? Would it last 21 days? He glanced at the chronometer on his wrist. John's steel blue led him out of the alien ship and halted expectantly just outside the ship's lock. John waited too. He thought of the subray pistol holstered at his hip. Shoot my way out? It'd be fun while it lasted. But he also considered the disadvantages. He either would have to find a hiding place on the asteroid, and if the Steel Blues wanted him bad enough, they could tear the whole place to pieces, or somehow get aboard the little life ship hidden in the service station. In that, he would be just a sitting duck. He shrugged off the slight temptation to use the pistol. He was still curious. And he was interested in staying alive as long as possible. There was a remote chance he might warn the SP ship. Unconsciously, he glanced towards his belt to see if the little power pack, which, if under ideal conditions, could finger out 50,000 miles into space. If he could somehow stay alive for 21 days, he might be able to warn the patrol. He couldn't do it by attempting to flee, for his life would be snuffed out immediately. And the Steel Blue said quietly, It might be ironical to let you warn that FP ship you keep thinking about. But we know your weapon now. Already, our ship is equipped with a force field designed especially to deflect your atomic guns. John covered up his thoughts quickly. They can delve deeper than the surface of the mind. Or wasn't I keeping a leash on my thoughts? The Steel Blue chuckled. You get absent-minded, is it? Every once in a while. Just then, four other Steel Blues appeared, dragging great sheets of plastic and various other equipment. They dumped their loads and began unbundling them. Working swiftly, they built a plastic igloo smaller than the living room in the larger service station igloo. They ranged instruments inside, one of them John recognized as an air pump from within the station, and they laid out a pallet. When they were done, John saw a miniature reproduction of the service station, lacking only the cannon cap and fin, and with clear plastic walls instead of the opaqueness of the other. His still blue said, We have reproduced the atmosphere of your station 
for that you be watched while you undergo the torture under the normal conditions of your life.